Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, guys, how are you today? I hope you're having an amazing day. My day is amazing. It's been great. I went to the gym this morning. Actually, I've been going for the past few days, actually. It's from Sunday. So for the past four days, I've been going to the gym. And let me just tell you, I am so exhausted. Like, oh my goodness, my legs hurt, my arms hurt. But it's been great, and I feel healthier, and I'm eating better. So life is great. Well, guys, it's official. Last week, I quit my job so that I could work on the podcast, my music, my store full-time. And in addition to that, I am also working um, on a second master's degree in social media management. So I'm back in school. Oh, my goodness. That is the... It's not... How can I put it? It's hard because I've never gone to school online. I've always done traditional classrooms. So to have to look and post and... Okay, I would read, but guys, y'all know how it is in school. It's like you read at the last minute. You can't do that now. I have to literally go and read and post. So it's not hard, just time consuming. But I'm loving everything that I'm learning. I'm loving everything that I read. So it's been great. Um, Now, I did say that I quit my job last week, but I just want to tell you, I didn't just walk off the job. No, that would be very irresponsible. So I did put in my two-week notice. Um in august i think beginning part of august and my last day was the 26th of august and so last week was my first week out of work so it's like i was kind of trying to get things set up i knew what i wanted to do but i didn't have like a plan i had a plan but not a plan if that makes any sense so i knew what i wanted to do i just didn't have the time from working um 8 to 4.30 to actually go and look at co-working spaces and do different things I needed to do. So, last week I spent time looking at co-working spaces, doing what I needed to do, and it was great. I did look at several co-working spaces, but the one that I think I might go with is um, the one closer to where I live it is a little bit more but it's close to where i live so i don't have to drive like a half an hour away to go to this place um when i went to the co-working space i have to admit i had to set up an appointment so i went to look at it i was nervous i watched way too much discovery id so i'm just like is it one of those places where they have an office at the back of a long dark hallway or is it a whole big building and nobody's in it but you? So I was a little wary because I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I had no idea. To be honest, I didn't even know that they had co-working spaces in my area, let alone close to me. So when I went there, it was nice. The receptionist let me come in. And it was three receptionists. The building was so pretty. It was amazing. And so then they called They had me sit down and they called the lady I was supposed to meet. She came out, she gave me a tour. And all I have to say was, it's great. If I had a whole bunch of money to invest monthly, I would definitely get myself an office there for like $500 a month. Yeah, don't quite have that yet. So that's like my future goal. But for now, I think I can do the membership where I come like 10 days out of the month, which is just, um, $150 a month which is not bad but I am going to be honest I did kind of consider just seeing how much it costs to just reserve a room at the library which is free and just go do a quiet room so I think after I finish the podcast today I'm going to go to my laptop and I'm just going to go and reserve a quiet room probably for a couple of days and see how that goes and then 
we'll go from there. I also thought about doing like a home office, but then I was like, that may not work because the same reason I'm trying to get out of the house so that I can actually work is would defeat the purpose of doing that. Yeah, I know you're probably wondering, why am I looking for a co-working space? But I'm doing this because I really want to work because my whole thinking is this. What is the point of me quitting my job to work on podcasting and music and sync licensing and my store and then not do it because I'm either running errands or I am sleeping or watching television? I mean, what is the point? So I've decided that it would be better if I actually left my house like I would every day when I go to work, like take the kids to school, then leave and literally go work and spend that time doing work because it's so easy at your house to lay down take naps watch television eat do everything but what you say you're going to do so that's my purpose and the point for me trying to get a co-working space and to go to the office and leave my house and also it's like i noticed when people see me at the house there's also always stuff that needs to be done like this morning my daughter was like now she wasn't even sick but my youngest daughter Dawson, she's like, Mommy, my nose is running. I think I'm stuffed up. Um, I'm having a hard time blowing my nose. Can I stay home? I'm like, Dawson, now this is a kid who has missed two days of school and she has not even been to school a month. So I'm just like, No, you cannot. I'm like, if the nurse sends you home, then fine. Other than that, you need to go to school. So I think I'll get her like cough drops. But you know what I'm saying? She knows I'm going to be home, so she wants to stay home now. So no, we're not going to do that. That is why I've got to get out of my house and leave. And then again, it's also for my personal discipline. I think I'm disciplined, I would say 75% of the time. But there are those 25% of the times I'm not disciplined. I'm easily distracted. Even though the majority of the time I'm good, I just want to account for the times where I may not feel like working and want to lay down and watch TV. But if I am out of the house, there's no, oh, I want to lay down and watch TV because there's no TV for me to watch. If I'm in a chair in the library, I can't say, oh my goodness, I just want to go to sleep because I'm at the library and I'm studying. So I need to make sure that I'm focused, I'm disciplined to get this going because this is something how I need so this is something I really need to do and I need to do this not just for me but for like my kids to let them know it's possible to follow your dreams you just have to be disciplined and you just have to do it and so that is what I am going to be doing I've set things in motion yes I did sign up to do the co-working space and I will be able to do that officially October 1st so for the rest of the month of September since it is the beginning of September, I think I'm just going to go to the library for free, sit there on my hours, and do what I need to do. So, I'm happy about that. Now, I've told you guys all about my week and all the stuff I'm doing and I'm interested in doing. So, I think it's I would like to find out about like you guys. Like, what are you doing? How's your week going? And I do want to hear a little bit about what you're doing, what are your interests and some of the things that you like to do now i know that some of you right now may either be preparing for or dealing with severe weather from hurricane dorian hopefully prayerfully that's not the case for you but if it is i just want to say stay safe in the midst of this terrible storm now regardless of what you're doing i would love to hear from you and hear about your week so if you have something that you would like to share with me um it could be something funny something interesting exciting or even something sad that you just want to talk about 
or that happened to you last week. I would love to hear from you. So to contact me, go to Music and Vibes, go to the Facebook page, and leave me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. The handle to that Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Once again, the handle to that page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. I can't wait to hear from you. Now, today on the podcast, I would like to talk about the topic of forgiving yourself. Yes, you heard me right. Today, I want to talk about forgiving yourself. Now, whether we do it or not, I think that we all know and understand the concept of forgiving other people, but I don't think we understand the concept about forgiving ourselves. I have always been sort of a perfectionist when it comes to music. I must admit that is the only area in my life where I struggle with being a perfectionist. Like seriously, the house could be a mess, dishes could be all in the sink, the kids could be screaming and making noise, and it doesn't affect me the way it does when people get up and sing, myself included, not knowing lyrics, singing off key, um, out of, out, you know, like singing out of tune, like tone deaf. I mean, even if you're not tone deaf, it's like it just bugs me, and I don't even know why. And all these high standards that I hold for other people who are standing or who are in front and I think they're ridiculous so I must be the first to admit it I have to say I also hold myself to those same ridiculous high standards I mean when it comes to standing I'm a perfectionist like if I make a mistake standing I tend to obsess about it I think about it over and over in my head like I literally play me making that mistake over and over in my head I call everybody I know who was there and I was just like hey did you hear me saying or did you hear this how did it sound was it bad could you tell I messed up and it goes on and on I mean it got so bad until at one point I would just literally and my mentally just saying the part in my head over and over that I messed up so that when I saying it the next time I would get it right yeah that's just a little crazy I would spend hours thinking about how I messed up and then beat myself up over it again and again now I know that now that I'm talking about it it sounds utterly insane and crazy but I honestly did this so shh don't tell anybody eventually one day I just remember telling myself that I had to stop obsessing over mistakes and learn from them and I guess I did this because even I realized this was going to a point of craziness insanity like I realized this was just too much I was like Keanu you're doing too much it's going over the edge and so what I decided to do was talk to myself and be like Kiana get over it which I do sometimes I think sometimes this is where psychology helps me because I think without psychology I would probably be like a little I'm not gonna say crazy but you know eccentric a little more eccentric than people may think that I am because it's like in psychology you can recognize like yourself when you're heading down like the crazy train and be like oh I should probably stop doing that or oh I'm obsessing or oh I'm doing this and so you can recognize these things about yourself and stop them so That is where I think psychology has helped me out. So my psychology major did not go to waste. Anyway, what I did was one day I just said to myself, like, here's what I said. I said, Kiana, this is crazy. You have to let it go if you make a mistake. I was like, you'll probably make many more sanity mistakes in your lifetime. It will be okay. And I guess that worked for me. And it did because after I told myself that, 
I stopped thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I will make mistakes, whatever. But the crazy thing is, it's like, just because I changed it that one time doesn't mean it was continual at first. I had to, every time I made a mistake or when I thought I made a mistake, I was telling myself the same thing. Kiana, this is crazy. It's okay. You made a mistake. Life goes on. Learn from it. And so by doing that over and over, over a period of time, I just stopped obsessing over my mistakes. I was just like, Kiana, it's not even a big deal. So now it's like I can make a mistake and not even worry about it kind of like they happen no one's perfect but I do practice and prepare and do my best so that I can limit instances of mistakes but I mean it's life and it happens so that is how I talk to myself about making mistakes and how I got over obsessing about it now the funny thing about this is that I am usually the first person to tell someone who is feeling bad about their performance that it's okay and that it wasn't as bad as they thought I mean, I'm usually comforting people because I understand what it feels like to feel bad because you made a mistake. So I don't want people to feel that. Even if it does irritate me, I don't want people to feel, you know, like sad and dejected because they made a mistake. So I'm usually the first person who tell everyone, it's okay. Don't worry about the mistake. Life happens. You did fine or we didn't even notice. I usually am the person to try to help and encourage people. Now, isn't that strange that I would be the first one to encourage someone but then beat up on myself when I made a mistake. I know it just doesn't make sense, or does it? Now, whether we acknowledge it or not, I think that one of the main reasons so many of us have a hard time forgiving ourselves is because we do not feel worthy of being forgiven. It's hard to hear or acknowledge, but it is absolutely true. Just think about it. As children, we are taught that if we compliment ourselves or look in the mirror to tell ourselves how beautiful we are, we were told that we were being vain. Well, I know my mom should tell me that all the time. She was like, Kiana, stop telling yourself how pretty you are in the mirror. You're being vain. So, you know, that's one thing where it's like, don't compliment yourself. Other people should do it first. Or if we say something to the effect of, I really did a good job. People thought we were being cocky or vain or big headed, which my mom would tell me not to say either. Because she's like, Kiana, other people should compliment you. Which I do get. But if you did a good job, I do think you should acknowledge that. And it's okay to pat yourself on the back every now and then. But that's what people think or tend to believe. And for Christians, I think we take this to a whole new level about not even acknowledging when we do something good. There have been so many times that I've told people at my church who did an awesome job singing or performing or doing something that they did a good job. And instead of saying thank you, they're like, praise God, which I totally get. And please don't think I'm opposed to people saying praise God because I am not. But I do feel that it's okay to say thank you. Like, what's so wrong to just say thank you and acknowledge that with the help of God, you did a good job. I honestly don't think that you're dishonoring God in any way by just saying thank you. And I feel that because of all the social norms and morals that we have either been taught or developed by our beliefs, the mere fact that we are worthy of anything has been discouraged in such a way that we no longer feel worthy to say thank you or be acknowledged in a positive way. So if this is how we feel when we look beautiful or we do something amazing or good, then imagine how bad we feel about ourselves when we do something that's really bad or that, well, yeah, something that we feel is really bad. When I was thinking about what to talk about today, I suddenly realized that I'm always talking about how to forgive other people or deal with people who have hurt you, but I have never talked about how to forgive yourself. And if you are a person who have hurt someone or done something wrong to someone else, 
is like it hasn't been addressed. I have always heard that holding on to unforgiveness is like stabbing yourself to get back at someone else and that forgiving someone is more for you than it is for them. Well, that is why it is possible to forgive someone who has either died or who has not even asked for forgiveness because I think it's a conscious effort on our part and not the part of the person who hurt us. The only time that this is different is when it comes to us forgiving ourselves for something we did to someone else. Life is funny because in our lifetime, we have all been on both ends of the quote-unquote forgiving stick. We have either been the person who was hurt Which, in that case, we have to have the responsibility of forgiving the person who hurt us. Which, did mention, which I did mention is just so much easier to do because it's easier to forgive other people. Or, we are the person who has hurt someone and feel embarrassed and shameful and regret for our actions. Unfortunately, as is life, we are unable to go back in time and take back that unkind word we said to our spouse. Or put the money back in the bank that we lied to our spouse about taking or spending on something ridiculous. There are so many things in relationships that we can do to hurt our spouses or our significant others. Now, whether we want to admit it or not, we've all hurt our spouses or significant others. Now, the degree of what we did may be different, but we've hurt them by our words, our deeds, or our actions. So if you have hurt your spouse or significant other, and you are having a hard time forgiving yourself, then this episode is for you. Did you know that not forgiving yourself is just as toxic as not forgiving someone else? And both types of unforgiveness can destroy a marriage or a relationship. Whether the resentment that you are holding on to is for your spouse or yourself, it is destroying you and your relationship. So, how does one go about forgiving yourself? According to Psychology Today, in an article written by Andrea Brandt, you have to first acknowledge your feelings and be able to appreciate the way that you are feeling. Now, just the mere fact that you are feeling bad about what you did shows that you are self-aware and empathetic. So you should get kudos for that. You realize, hey man, I really screwed up, I really messed up, and you feel bad about it. So it shows you have a conscience, you're aware that you did something wrong, and you're empathetic. So you should get kudos for that. But let's move beyond that. Then you have to begin to let it go. Now this is difficult because it's easy to keep remembering what you did over and over and over. And I know it sounds weird when I just say stop beating yourself up over what happened, but it's true. You have to stop beating yourself up over what happened. And you have to accept that you are human and that there is nothing you can do to change what you did. Now, by me saying you are human and there's nothing you can do to change it, I am not excusing you for what you did because it was wrong. But what I'm saying is you cannot go back in time and take back those words or do whatever it is undo what you did it's almost like um the analogy that we do look that people always give little kids about unkind words you know you get the toothpaste you squeeze all of it out and then you're just like we'll put it back in and it's impossible to put it back in so you holding on to the guilt and the shame of something you did to someone else is a waste of time emotional time physical time is damaging you it's killing you you've got to let it go because you can't put it back you cannot change it the only thing that you can do is forgive yourself but before you go ahead and before you get to the stage of forgiving yourself you need to understand why did you do this 
And I think a lot of times we do things based on our reactions and based on things that we have seen. Now, it's unfortunate, but all of us did not have good role models as parents or good role models of people in relationships. So many of us come from broken homes, so it's impossible to know or even have a good role model of what it's like to be in a relationship or what it's like to be a good wife or husband or spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, if you have not seen these things modeled. So you're kind of just going by what you think. So since that is the case, you have to think about what happened in your childhood or what happened in the past that made you react a certain way, that made you do something, that made you feel that it was okay to do this and try to get away with it. You have to look at these things because once you know what those things are, then you are able to correct them in the future. You can make informed decisions. You can modify your behavior and you can make changes based on what you know about yourself. Being self-aware is key. You have to know about yourself and what caused certain things to happen so that you do not repeat the past. So many people say that um, if we don't know about history and don't know about the past, we'll repeat it, which is true because you are prone to do something that has happened before because this is what you know. So the more we know about ourselves and our past, the better it is for us not to keep doing the same thing that we've seen our parents do or react the same way that we have seen other people react in our lives. Once we do this, then it's important to say to yourself, self, I forgive you and let it go because you have to forgive yourself. And I know some people, when people ask them to forgive them, they're like, no, I'm not going to forgive you. But you have to accept your own apology. So you have to forgive yourself, accept your own apology, and just understand that it was a mistake and learn from it. And the important thing in learning from your mistakes is that you don't repeat them again. And here's another thing. Now, the article didn't say that, this part. But I would also like to add that while you are doing this, you need to remember that God loves you and he has already forgiven you for what you did. I think this is important because it reminds you that you are worthy to be forgiven because God loves you. Now, his love for you is unconditional. And whether you believe in him or not, his love for you is still the same as someone who does believe in him. So if God loves us that much where he loves us whether we believe in him or not, he loves us if we do, he loves us when we make mistakes, he loves us so much that I think we owe it to ourselves to forgive ourselves and realize our worth to God and accept the fact that we are worthy of forgiveness. Now if you are having a hard time forgiving yourself, then... I think it is important to realize your worth and accept the fact that we are worthy of forgiveness. You need to also remember that there is nothing, nothing. And when I say nothing, I'm going to say nothing, 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 nothing that you could ever, 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 ever do that will make God stop loving you. And if he loves you and has forgiven you already before you even forgave yourself, then know that you can forgive yourself. It may not be easy to do at first, but with time it will become easier to do. You are loved. You are forgiven. So now it is time for you to forgive yourself. Now the song that I'm going to share with you today was written in 2014 by me. Now in this song, I'm not singing it. Um, there's someone else who's singing it. Her name is Tamara Bodie. But in the song, it talks about how much God loves us. And I just want you to remember as you listen to the song, if God loves you so much, whether we do right or whether we do wrong, God loves us so much and he's already forgiven us. 
I want this to be like encouragement and motivation for you to forgive yourself. Now, without further ado, here's the song, God Loves Me. Oh, 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank our sponsors, Unique Music, and the Music and Vibe Store for their continued support of the program. Unique Music is a publishing company that represents all the music heard here on the show. Thank you, Unique Music, for your sponsorship. I would also like to thank our sponsor, the Music and Vibe Store. The Music and Vibe Store is an online store that sells accessories and shoes that have flair that will make you the envy of all your friends. Now, the Music and Vibes store will be opening sometime within the next couple of months, so stay tuned to the podcast to find out the details about the grand opening. Guys, I honestly say I just want to thank you for taking time to hang out with me today. I love and appreciate all of you. And don't forget to share this episode of the podcast with your friends and family. I also want to remind you to go to iTunes or Apple Music and go to the Music and Vibes podcast. Long story. I just call the podcast Music and Vibes, but if you want to look it up on Apple Music, it's called The Music and Vibes Podcast. Yeah. I'll try to remember to put in the show notes exactly how it's written out. So just go over there to subscribe and also leave a review for the show. After you do that, I want you to send this episode to a friend. All right, guys, thank you so much for spending time with me today, and I can't wait to spend time with you next week. Bye-bye for now, and we'll talk later. (laughs) Bye.